Deep Knitter contains explicit content. It is also fact-checked-ish. We try our best. Listener discretion is advised. This is Deep Nerder, the podcast where we talk about true crime, nostalgia, murder. These are your hosts, Kelsey. I'm Jill. And I'm Britt. Booyah. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed in the coffin. Um, hashtag power the babe. Hashtag what babe? Babe with power. What power? Oh, wait, sorry. Circle, send message to Kelsey. Hashtag the babe with the power. Hashtag crystal ball. Hashtag the labyrinth. Send. Have you watched the circle? Because that's how they talk. No. (laughs) Don't, but also watch it. Uh, But that is how they talk. And it is horrible. But I love it. Only watching it if you audition for it. If I could get on the circle, I would fucking lose my mind. I have so many different hairstyles. They would be so confused. Like, is this bitch a catfish? Like, what are these photos? And then I'd show up and look the way I do. Oh, my God. I think we talked about this on another podcast, but I need to get on it. I need to get on. I am, by definition, a catfish after I get my photo taken and photoshopped by Bex and her team. I am not. I 100% think I'm flawless all the time. So you're welcome. (laughs) (sighs) I love that confidence. It's good. Thank you. Took a long time to get here. Yeah. I'm a roller coaster of confidence. I have all so the, many all the peaks and valleys. My whole face is broken out right now. And like I wore so many zit patches under my mask to work today. And I was like, fucking multitasking. I really mm. like that. Um yeah, I'm here for that. I had to work out today in my mask, which was new. Only because I, were- I don't typically work out. That's the kicker. Mm. I I work out like right now it's like six days a week, I'd say. And I have to wear a mask every time. And I fucking love it because you can't see the like heinous faces I'm making when I'm lifting something. And it's like the last rep. And I'm like, I can't do it, but I need to do it. And then you're just like, like nobody sees that. And nobody sees my upper lip sweat that is definitely glistening in the mustache I haven't dealt with for most of quarantine. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, my ex-boyfriend, like, I, for some reason, my body, it's, okay, you know what, not for some reason, I'll be sincere, I used to eat really, really, really poorly, like, super poorly, and because of that, I suppose, I'm gonna, yeah, probably, I had a really hard time regulating my body temperature, so, like, That's if fair. I, yeah, like a lizard. So, yeah, yeah, I'm sure, uh, cool, but, like, so, if I was if the house was a little warm or if mainly if I was like getting agitated or stressed out or like concentrating or if any, any indication of stress, basically like anything, (laughs) my ex would be like, Oh babe, (laughs) babe, your upper lip is sweating. (laughs) I I would be (laughs) like so offended. I'm like, ah, even though, I knew it was happening. I just didn't know it was actually happening. It was happening. So like plus side to dating women is that happens and we're all just like, me too. Or you're like, oh, you have a beard. I also have a beard. Cool. (laughs) Do you get ingrown hairs on your coochie? Yeah, me too. Okay. Like who cares? Yeah. I I love it. I mean, the ingrown hair thing is universal, so. I know, but, like, guys would be like, oh, that's gross. I don't want to hear about that. That's so, uh. Oh, my God. Ew. So you get a period? Ew. Ew. Jordan just got back from Kelowna today and something super... I'm just going to say something and we can decide whether or not we're going to cut it out. <laughs> that's the music in case we cut it out. And we're back. Okay, go. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I got my period today and I was like, oh, great, cool. And then I, like didn't realize I was going to get my period today because it came early. So I wasn't fully prepared, but, and I didn't have any of the symptoms. Like my boobs didn't hurt. I didn't have any. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, surprise, bitch. I wasn't ready. Okay. But I just got my nails redone. Just a second here. When I say that I had my nails redone, I'm referencing the stiletto long, sharp acrylic nails, just to paint you a better picture. Just so you know exactly the situation that I was in. Yeah, that's it. All right. Uh-oh. And I use a Diva cup. Ooh. 
So I used to be able to do it like flawlessly. So today I'm like, I did it. Everything's great. I'm like, wow, that was way too easy. How come it was so easy? I wasn't, I don't know. And then I, and then I went to go to the bathroom and it came out in the toilet. (laughs) And I'm like, Jordan. And he's like, what? I'm like, I just tried to go to the bathroom. My diva cup came in the toilet. I'm like, I have to go buy some tampons. And I can just hear him. He's like, I'm so happy I came home early. (laughs) I mean, it happens to the best of us. It's just part of life. Normalized periods. Yeah. I might leave that in. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. And on that note, uh, welcome to our podcast. Yep. Uh, I'm Jill. (laughs) And uh, my name is Kelsey. And you are listening to the soft, subtle sounds of deep murder. A nostalgia podcast on murder. A nostalgia ASMR podcast. ASMR podcast. (laughs) (laughs) ew no i'm having a hard enough time keeping this voice going i don't need to keep that voice going jill's been educated that her voice is peaking customer service sounds so she needs to slow her roll into a more phone sex style voice yeah i'd like to give snaps to my best one of my best friends for telling me that i was doing that because i am not aware of how squeaky i get and my customer voice is quite like high pitched and squeaky, and I've been dropping that real hard. So this is the real me, if you hear it. Yeah. So we're <laughs> we're hardcore, uh, you know, sex cells. So whatever. Hi. <laughs> uh, what is it? Oa oa yum. That's and a throwback that's a- to our Furby episode. <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, that's the Furby hotline. <laughs> no. You okay? So this is. Do you want to say? Well, okay. Well, you can just pick it up when I say the wrong thing. All right. So this episode is. We're gonna try to do something different. I'm gonna call it like a saga, but I don't necessarily know if that's the right word. Yeah. Twilight was a saga, so we can be a saga because I'd love to be like Twilight. Okay. There you go. Nailed it. See. Got you. I got you. Okay. So this one. Maybe I'm saying so too much. Hmm. All right. Ooh, I see. This particular saga is going to be on the one and only TGIF Fridays. Woo woo! And I'm not talking about the restaurant, just to be clear, because I might be later. <laughs> oh, okay. Exciting. I've been to one before, but I don't know. Anyways, all right. So to kick this off, I'm going to break down TJF Fridays for anyone who is unfamiliar. Are you going to start with the T and then go to the I and then go to the nope. T to the G to the I to the F. I'll see myself out of this podcast immediately. Goodbye. Go to bed. (laughs) Okay. Well, I mean, it's almost 930. (laughs) (laughs) TJF Friday was a block of television shows that aired on Friday nights and the idea what the idea was intended to bring families into like the central living area or like the most potentially occupied area of the household to gather around a television and have a full fun family evening of bullshit so you probably (laughs) of tv of just fucking good old-fashioned sitting around the fucking stupid box watching tv yeah so basically i think this is probably where i was thinking about this today where you're my person well me for sure but like where our personalities may have blossomed because our like 90s upbringing was so deeply rooted in pop culture and the stupid box (laughs) oh my god i feel like anytime a new tv show or something came out like everybody had to adopt the personality of somebody from tv because we had nowhere else to like fucking get shit from so you remember when pokemon came out and like everybody thought they were pikachu and people would just be like pika pika pikachu or whatever all day and you're like what the fuck but i did it so i get it and then i was like "Mm, i'm a pokemon trainer what are you gonna do about it i mean like hands down i was marty from teen angel they probably daria Ooh. Yeah, not the right, but I I clearly remember at one point in my life being like, 
it's cool to be like dark and brooding and mysterious and not like shit and not want to try oh God. stuff and not care yes. about anything at all. I'm Daria. <laughs> oh my God. I want to be just like Daria. I'm going to wear like a green coat and a skirt. And then I went to fucking art school. Damn it. Wow. Damn it. I feel like, I feel like personality wise, I'm like a little bit Merton and a little <gasps> bit Marty. Oh. Like I'm a little bit, and then like you sprinkle in some of Salem from Sabrina, the teenager's witch, like personality, and then it's like ta-da! Perfect. I love it. Um, okay, back on track. My apologies. Well, I guess we were not track, but so the T T G I F is the name of an American Prime television programming block that aired on ABC at various points from the late 1980s. The name comes from the initials of the popular phrase, thank God it's Friday, which is, I mean, it was a big, that was a big thing people would say. I think people still say it. I don't know. Whatever. I say thank goodness it's Friday or a lot. That's better than the other But one. I think it's because when I was like younger, I think I was trained to say goodness a lot more than God. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. That might be that. Or I might just try and be keeping it PG because I'm scared of offending clients at work. So there's that too. I'm currently keeping it PG right now because I just have no comment on... We're keeping it PG now, but before we started recording, we were just dropping C-bombs like they were no big deal. <laughs> I just, or organized religion isn't going to be one of our topics. Okay, bye. Bye. All right. Um... In its various incarnations, the block mainly featured situation comedies aimed at aimed at a family audience and served as a lead-in to the long-running news magazine 2020. So that's basically when you knew you had to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good night. Later. Bye. All right. So uh, I have a little note from BuzzFeed because BuzzFeed did like a whole thing on the origin of TGIF and it was just kind of more colorful than Wikipedia. That's also where I like to get most of my information is BuzzFeed. Yeah. So it's, it's, it, it checks out. It's fact-checked-ish. It aligns with our morals. Okay. So instead of creating programming just for children, TGIF took the unique approach of creating content for the whole family, parents included. Uh, the creator likened the idea to the television era of his childhood when families would gather around for Disney Sunday movies. You remember Disney Sunday movies, right? Yeah. Oh my God. Disney Sunday movies were the tits. Yeah. They were pretty good. TV. This is why, this is like I said, this is why our personalities are fake and we're formed primarily from television because television raised us. I am a conglomeration of TV rolled into yeah. a mullet. Yeah, you are. <laughs> like, with, that's with, what it is. With weird pedo glasses. They made me look sophisticated and like I could seduce somebody younger than me. Hello, I'm in my 30s. <laughs> <laughs> they look great. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to go there. Okay. I bought them knowing what I was getting into, so you're not wrong. <laughs> Mine just are like a lighter pink than my hair. I have a Yours are like, your glasses make you look smart and like you'd work for Miranda Priestly. My glasses make me look like I'm the creepy guy from The Lovely Bones who abducts children and drives a van. Yeah, or you're like that weird dude that keeps wanting to try to fix my car. Okay. I'm like, dude, it's electric. You can't. Dude, it's me. I'm just trying to make friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the branding played into a larger sense of community with families across the country, <laughs> all making the same Friday night plans in their living room. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. So, fun little side note. The living room in the well it still is but in the like early stages of like the 80s and the 90s when um well and, and like bef before but primarily the 80s and 90s when we were like desperately trying to sell everything to everybody as we still are yeah. that, 80s and 90s is what, like well 80s more like the dawn perhaps whatever who cares we're not going into that but there is like always a war through the different um companies as to whom can get the most products into the living room because that's where the family would gather so that was the whole issue mm -hmm. with like, um what was it uh, like nintendo and xbox and like sony it was who can and we, we learned about this in school so i'm sure someone knows about this and is yelling at me sorry but 
that was the big draw for like Xbox and PlayStation and Nintendo to like keep upgrading, keep one upping and one bettering the next company because they wanted to be like the master entertainment unit for the family. And that's why, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's why our video games have turned into these massive, like multi-use systems where you can stream everything and play your games and watch your DVDs. If you have DVDs or your Blu-rays, if you have Blu-rays, sorry, no laser discs. I have yeah. them both. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's probably why I love my phone so much. Wait, well, it has one? all the bright, shiny things on it that I want. Well, that's exactly it, right? It's like, how do we, how do we get a device in and around a family or a person that will fill their every need so they don't have to go anywhere else? Boom. Mm-hmm. They nailed it. They nailed it. Yeah. So... Anyways, okay. The kids around the neighborhood were all making appointments at, to, for their Friday nights to be at home. That's just a that's a quote from Janique. That's the actual person that created this commercial block of shows. So, like I said, it was a big, huge draw. Get everyone to living room. That's their appointment. We're not going anywhere. Done. A hundred percent. Yeah. All right. That's my little insert there. Okay. So the block initially premiered on September 22nd, 1989, making making it one of the first attempts by a major network to brand a programming block. So this was a new idea. They didn't necessarily do this much with the goal of encouraging young viewers to watch the entire lineup instead of just one popular show. The TGIF block dominated the ratings in the 18 to 49-year-old demographic for most of the 1990s. However, the ratings began declining during the later half of the decade due partially to Fridays becoming more common for social outgo like sorry, social outings versus someone staying at home just to watch TV shows. So essentially their demo was growing up and moving on. So the original incarnation ended after 11 years on September 8th, 2000. ABC revived the TGIF brand on September 26th in 2003 with its second run lasting only two seasons, ending on September 15th, 2005. On May 15th, 2018, the network announced that it would revive the block with a third incarnation, which had launched on October 5th, 2018. The newest incarnation of TJF consisted of a mix of sitcoms and game shows. The incarnation was short-lived, with the block ending for the third time on September 27th, 2019. So... Oh my God, stop trying to bring it back. Just let it die on a good note. Or maybe COVID killed it. Who knows? (laughs) It's not true. Streaming killed it. Actually, that's incredibly correct. Yes, that's right. But at least I I haven't had cable since I was like in my 20s. I only like early 20s. I bought cable a few years back only to watch the um, X Files revival and then I canceled it right after. That's fair. Yeah, it was. I, yeah. I lost my shit when they had the original opening. Like, <laughs> all right. So the nineties with the TJ of moniker permanently in place, more changes in presentation occurred as the lineup grew in popularity on September 21st, 1990, the animated mice opening and accompanied theme song were dropped from the Friday block in favor of a new graphics package that officially incorporated the new TGIF name for the first time. The first two series were Perfect Strangers and Full House. Then in September 1989, Family Matters, a spinoff oh. of... Go on, go on. Steve Urkel. <laughs> Did I do that? Oh my God, get out. I said that all the time. There's a personality. I was Steve Urkel. Cultural icon, man. <laughs> Did I do that? That? Yeah, you did, you fucking asshole. Get out of this family's house. <laughs> I like. You don't him. even live there. He he was like Kimmy on the on Full House. Oh my god! He, but it's like if Kimmy had her own show. No, she doesn't need it. <laughs> no, no. I'm killing that right here. It's dead. No, dead no. Arrival. Good night. As we both took a drink and said, <laughs> "Like cheers to that." No. Okay. I was like, no. <laughs> Family Matters, a spinoff of Perfect Strangers, originally created solely on the family of Harriet Winslow, who had began as a reoccurring character on its parent season before becoming centered increasingly around the breakout character of the one and only... Steve Urkel? Yes. 
Oh, what a man. Later, the short-lived show Going Places then joined the the lineup, but Going Places was canceled after one season. So that's too bad. And then replaced in 1991 uh, to 92 by a, a show called Baby Talk, which I don't remember, so I need to look it up. But that was a sitcom based on Look Who's Talking. I don't think I watched it. Yeah, I don't think so either. Anyways. That's I okay. feel like TJ Fridays like started pretty early in the evening sometimes too. Or, yeah. Like yeah. sometimes my mom would be like, get out of here. And I wouldn't watch certain shows. Sure. Yeah. So. Well, there's that. Uh, Baby Talk initially scored high ratings uh, as a mid-season replacement on TGIF in the spring of 91. Then in its second season, however, the ratings collapsed. Also joining the lineup in 91 to 92 was the Brady Bunch-inspired Step by Step, which went on to become a TGIF mainstay for the next six seasons. Mm-hmm. And the, the pickup of Step by Step was as well... Sorry. The pickup of Step by Step as well as the renewal of Baby Talk resulted in Full House concurrently being moved off of the TGIF lineup to lead ABC's Tuesday comedy block alongside the hit series Roseanne and Coach and Home Improvement. And I left that in because Home Improvement was awesome. Yeah. My God. That's how my dad would communicate with my sister and I. I loved Wilson. Wilson. Do you remember the one episode where you saw his face? And Oh my God. Scandal. Scandal across the news. Lost my tiny shit. I was just like, there he is. That's his whole face. Yeah. Oh. And Tim Allen is forever my TV dad. Every time I watch the Santa Claus, I'm like, oh. I loved, um, so fun fact about home improvement. The wife's name is Jill and there is not yeah. enough Jills in mainstream media. So I was really drawn to her because I was like, I could be an adult one day too. <laughs> Jill was cool. Um, one time... My husband took my smart car away at work. He was like, oh, I have to come by your office and borrow your smart car. And I'm like, yeah, go ahead. Yes, I had a smart car. I really liked it. It was dope. It cost 20 bucks a month in gas, whatever. All right. Good deal. Thanks. It was great. It was diesel. So that was different. This is a long time ago. All right. So he came by and got my car. Ended up taking it to the shop to try to put a turbo on it. Ended up blowing it up. Sir. So from that point on, it was known as that time Jordan took my car and tried to Tim Allen it. Yo, that's a Tim Allen move for sure. Yeah. Oh my God, sir. <laughs> uh, during the most successful years of TGIF, the main characters of one of the Friday primetime sitcoms would actually host the two-hour block of episodes for the week. Always in character, they would introduce each show and comment on the proceedings afterwards. Sometimes the characters from a series that that did not air on the Friday schedule would appear to host. For an example, in January of 96, Daniel Hugh Kelly and Betsy Brantley and a few other stars from the short-lived drama Second Noah served as one-time only guests to host TGIF. Just kind of the cross-promotion thing. They were like, hey, check it out. So that was another way they were able to get more eyeballs on stuff, whether or not it worked. Occasionally, the hosts for the evenings would find a common thread between each show. During the fall seasons in the late 1980s and early 1990s, cast from various TJF shows would host the Saturday morning preview specials, which outlined much of the new programs set to air on the Saturday morning fall schedule. After the Walt Disney Company began programming on the network's Saturday morning lineup in 1997, following its prior acquisition of ABC, these preview specials were hosted for the remainder of TGIF run by the hosts of Disney's One Saturday Morning. Oh, I forgot about One Saturday Morning. Girl, I never did. Holy shit. Wow. Open that fucking locked door of my brain. I forgot all about One Saturday Morning. That is my happy place. That intro is where I go when I'm stressed. I feel like I would shift between One Saturday Morning and like the YTV like whatever they had bopping on because there was always like Pokemon, Digimon, Monster Rancher, like that kind of shit on yeah. the mornings too. And they'd play the repeats of the episodes in the week. So if you missed one, you could catch up on Saturdays. Wow. I just remember the purple goo guy. Achievement unlocked in my head. Yeah, dude, you're welcome. All right. Uh-oh. So there were a couple spinoffs. 
They had The Hump, which was just short run, 99, sorry, 91. And they had MCTV, More Cool TV, which was 91, 93, and then it ate the dust. And then they had I Love Saturday Night, which was 92, and then it shit the bucket. So goodbye. All right. After Disney bought the company or the ABC parent company in 97 and started to like fully refresh the TGIF programming block and like, you know, do their run their Disney magic fingers through the hair of us young children. They put some of the OG mainstays on the back burner and they introduced the lineup that we cherish to this day. Mm-hmm. Cherish. Sabrina, the teenage witch. Uh, the original. Melissa. Ma- well, yeah. Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah. Her. Who's married to Freddie Prince Jr.? No, that's Sarah Michelle Geller, my dude. Ah, blonde girls. I'll look the same. <laughs> that's Buffy. Whatever. Which also, <laughs> FYI, Buffy, banger. 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 I, uh, Sabrina. <laughs> Harvey Kinkle. Oh, I just like Salem. He was such a dick. I liked him. He was such a fucking dick all yeah. the time. And then like the story behind Salem was he was like basically Hitler. He was like a dictator that tried to take over the world. So they transformed him into a fucking cat. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that? Yes. Uh, he's horrible. And then you're like, oh, I love him. Yeah, that's dark. Okay. Mm-hmm. Boy meets world. Oh, wait, segue back. Salem's basically like Pinky from, nope, from like brain from Pinky and the brain. Like he's like trying to take over the world, but he's stuck in this cat body now. That's he's stuck so small. Yeah. Uh, Boy meets world. Uh, I own that entire show on DVD. I own all the DVDs. Corey. Uh, Sean. Sean. Okay. Quick pinpoint. What the fuck is a Topanga? I don't know. That name was wild. Topanga. I like it. They're like, we're we're not going to name it like Stephanie or Tiffany or Kelsey or Jill. We're going to name her Topanga. (laughs) Topanga. Snap, 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 snap. Yeah, we can't do that thing. <laughs> no, I can't. I, I'm old. My wrists don't work. So I can't. No, no. We don't want carpal tunnel. We're not about that. Um, Clueless had a, a series run for a short minute. Yep. Yep. That was good. Good go. Odd Man Out. Yep. Yep. This is how wow. I knew it. This is how I knew I liked boys. I was just like, hey there, Nick Carter haircut. <laughs> Hi there. <laughs> uh making the band which i didn't really watch but my sister watched and i was just reading about it and found out that what's his name that dickhead lou perlman mm-hmm. the asshole that like messed up backstreet boys and every other boy band um like yeah. lfo and nsync and shit was the person that kind of ran that shit and was like interviewing for the band that would become o-town wasn't p diddy on that show too I didn't watch it. I don't know. I was just like, that was like, I was aging out. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Teen Angel, which if you don't oh. remember is about our, our little, little baby heartthrob that ate a rotten burger and went to heaven. Oh my God. I fucking love Teen Angel. It's, it's funny how often we talk about getting food poisoning when we grew up on a show where someone actually died from eating a rotten burger and then went oh to my heaven God. only to come back to look after his best friend in high to, school. In like a Kappa tracksuit. Yeah. Oh, like with shiny Kappa, like glittery. Teen Angel was like, I love that show. I fucking love that show. For Because for, no one can see this. Jill is doing like Italian like kiss like chef, chef's kiss chef's kiss Mwah. italian hands would be if i like didn't oh. kiss the fingers that's italian hands chef kiss you like kiss the fingers and then like throw it like into the air like wow if you're doing this are you happy or are you you're scolding if you're doing italian hands are you scolding or are you happy are you like this is you're no, doing that's it wrong? like a that's like a what the fuck okay like that's like that's that's no, Italian hands is not somebody congratulating you. Have you been getting Italian hands from people and thinking that they're like <laughs> applauding you as you walk down the streets? They're like, what the fuck? And you're just like, thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, I really, I really needed this today, guys. Like, 
because I live on Commercial Drive. And I'm like, why do I keep getting so many, like, cool Italian hands? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm like, so I start just doing it back. Or maybe I initiated really? it. I initiated it. I'm just doing that to You're everybody. just doing it. That's how you think you say hello to everybody. <laughs> it's like that movie where the guy's in, like, Europe and he just gives everybody, like, the fucking finger because he thinks that's, like, hi there. No, Beverly Hillbillies. They, like get like oh i feel like they're being mighty kind that must be how they say hi here in the big city and then the whole family like gives everybody the finger all the time because they think it's how, how you say hello when <laughs> when i was in high school um my my friend in high school liked to say mofo a lot oh my god i don't know if we're allowed to say that anymore but i fully get it oh no it's motherfucker yeah you can say mofo it's fine I'm never right. sure with abbreviations. I always yeah. check. Okay. Well, I didn't know what it meant. I just thought it was a fun word, right? And my parents didn't know what it meant. They just thought it was a fun word. Oh, no. So you just <laughs> called each other mofos all day? Yeah, you know where I'm going with this? Oh, so my God. We, we went on a holiday one time, and my dad went grocery shopping. <laughs> oh, wait. There's another part to this. Um we went and bought him, my sister and I, like a bunch of like tie-dyed boxers, like boxer briefs. But my dad thought they were just shorts. No. <laughs> Your father's walking around in tie-dye shorts calling people mofo. <laughs> so he went around this town in tie-dyed boxer shorts. <laughs> Being like, thanks, mofo. Catch you later, mofo. How you doing, mofo? <laughs> Like, I get where you get it from now, so this is helping me understand you a bit better. He, just, he like, came back, and he went for dinner at, like, his our friend's house up there. And he said, like, Here, like here's your dinner, mofo. And my friend's mom was like, do you know what that means? And she explained it to him, and, and he goes, oh, my God, that's why the cashier gave me the weirdest look. He was just, like, oh, my God. He still, he didn't find out for like years later that those were boxers and not shorts. So that one had a longer run, but. <laughs> I mean, if your knuckles aren't tattooed, M-O-F-O -O will definitely fit. <laughs> All right. So there you go. That's my, uh, that was my segment and my in interruption and my, um, my derail. All in one. It was worth it. Yeah. Also, I think like dinosaurs was part of the TJF lineup for a while too, but. There's oh, a hundred percent. Truly so many excellent, excellent shows. Uh, hence why we can not declare realistically if this is a saga or it's a multi you're entering a new multi multiverse of deep nerder where we're just yeah. gonna talk for a long time and like call uh, me Doctor Strange because I'm about to open infinite fucking timelines from this topic. Oh. I am Doctor Strange, bitch. That was good. Thank you. Wait till we get to Marvel. <laughs> oh my goodness. My 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 brain was bubble wrapped there. It just popped. Like that. Sick. All right, well, there you go. Uh, I'd also like to remind you that Muppets Tonight was on TGI Fridays. Damn, right? And like See? the Muppets had their own show, and at the beginning of the show, it was always like the Muppets were like panicking, like, oh, show up, and then it would like oh open all crazy, and they had like guests. I remember that. Muppets Tonight was fucking wild, which is why I love the Muppets movie so much because they have that scene where they're singing, We Built This City by Starship, and it's like, oh, this is what you guys wanted to do before the Muppet Tonight show, but then you guys always left us to last minute. Uh, much like me making my topics for this podcast, hence another personality I took on from DJI Fridays. <laughs> Fucking Muppets. Welcome to part two uh, of the podcast, where I will bring it down. So what I'm going to do is like kind of make you laugh. Okay. Then I'm going to bring it down. Yeah. And then I'm going to bring it up maybe with some interesting facts. So it's kind of like the tower, coaster. tower of terror where you're like, yeah, like, like oh, I'm going up. And then like you giggle for a second and then it drops you the fuck down. And it's and anyways, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. My entire dating life. Until yes. now. 
the tower t- terror changed into like that Guardians of the Galaxy tower, and it's not as good. I don't give a shit about seeing Chris Pratt's face at the top. I want ghosts. Thank you. Goodbye. Oh my god. Do you think when we fall down the tower that Black Widow also falls? Because I would pay money for that fucking ride because I hate her. Like the character or Scarlett Johansson? Uh, like a little bit of both, but I never want like harm to come to ScarJo. She's just not my favorite, but I do love Nanny Diaries. And I love Colin Jost, and she married him, so I'll, like, give her that pass, but I just, I fucking hate Black Widow. I don't hate Black, the character Black Widow. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. I don't- Oh, I, like, she's useless. Oh, we have to put- This is for another podcast. I'm too okay. heated. <laughs> I don't like that she plays her. Be Only, be, only because I feel like, and this, I have a lot of opinions like this on, like, really big actors, but- um, Sometime, well, I'll, we're only talking about her specifically right now, so that's all I'm going to. But I feel like there's no escapism. I'm like, oh, there's Scarlett Johansson from Ghost World. Yeah, that's fair. Sometimes you know? people, it's like Daniel Radcliffe to me. Like he's been in other stuff, but I'm still like, that's Harry Potter. Yeah, well, exactly. And like for him, I feel bad because you know he wants to get away from that. Yeah. But for, for her, and this is not her fault. She's just become too famous, and she has such a distinct face where you're like, oh, it's like Angelina. Yeah. But, but Angelina Jolie is such an incredible actress that uh, I, I love Angelina Jolie. I'll just shut my mouth. That's fair. Yeah. I would run away with her. I would let her hit me with a truck. Oh. Yeah, I like her a lot. Her and um, Halle Berry. Or Lucy Liu. Wow. Yep. Yep. Huh. Yep. I don't know. I just want to be best friends with Taylor Swift. I'd be cool with that. I know you do. So bad. So I tried to look up cases. I was like, Friday murders, serial killers, only Fridays, Friday crimes. And let me tell you, that is a very fucking wide net I cast. And the internet is very hard for me to narrow down. So Jason Voorhees, Jason Voorhees. Oh, and yeah. Jason Voorhees. <laughs> or just like any news article ever that ever happened on a fucking Friday. Like, anything. Like, this person, blah, 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 this crime on Friday. This crime on Friday from everywhere in the world. And I was like, I can't do this. So, Mm. also because, like, I don't want to touch on any of the, like, show topics too hard. Like, any of the TV shows. And I don't want to, like, pinpoint any of them. So, what I decided to do was kind of throw into, like, TJ Fridays. You covered the show part. I did. One thing me and my mom always used to do, like, on the Fridays, um... Would be like maybe order a pizza, like we order yep. from Panago a lot, and so we'd each get like a pizza or we'd share a large pizza. Like it depended on the deal, and you had to like actually phone in to like three ten zero zero one or whatever it was, and you had to order your pizza. So like I thought I'll cover the TGI Fridays kind of food portion of Ooh, the episode. There you go. Also because I'm pretty sure there was only like one TGI Fridays and it was in like Metro Town for a hot minute and then it's gone. So like as far as I'm concerned, TGI Fridays is not nostalgic to me in the food way. So I'm going to cover a few food-based crimes. Nice. Um, Quick segue. My first job was at a Panagopolis pizza and it was called Panagopolis, not Panago. Oh my God, Panagopolis pizza. So I live about like six blocks from one. And sometimes I'll order pizza from a different restaurant and then I'll walk (laughs) to Panago while my pizza is like on its way and I'll buy their dip Mm -hmm. because their cheese dip is off the charts. And me and one of my friends used to hang out once a week to watch Laguna Beach in the hills and we'd order a large cheese pizza with cheese dip. And that was like our thing. And cheese dip is like chef's kiss. Oh, sorry. Italian hand kiss for you. (laughs) No problem. I just want that's Waluigi. Uh, I I haven't tried the cheese dip. I'll have to give it a go. I'll give it a go. Uh, so it comes in a jar. It's about $3 for the jar or 75 cents for a single dipper. If you also get the jar, it's glass and recyclable. So you're actually saving the world by having more cheese. You're welcome. Cool. I'm lactose intolerant, but sometimes I just don't care. Actually, that's I don't think it's real of- cheese. It's like chemical cheese. So I feel like it's fine. All of the time, I don't care. I just go for it. Yeah. That's for, like, later Kelsey to deal with. Yeah. That's for, I have days off Kelsey to deal with. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go to our favorite city in the world, New York. It's not my, I've never been there. I've never been there. Uh, I've never been there. 
So it was a Friday night, ironically, and the police were called to a TGI Fridays because a patron there was taking the all-you-can-eat menu a little bit too seriously, which I'm like, oh, that hit hard. Oh, my God. Uh, my hero, maybe. Probably. So this so, makes me think of the Monty Python skit with that big guy that keeps eating. I never watched Monty Python. I'll uh, see myself out. You should watch that. Anyways, keep going. Sorry, sorry. Uh, so 32-year-old Skylar Williams had been in the restaurant and then had went behind the bar to try and pack up, like, a bunch of food that was sitting there and, like, liquor because she's like, it's all you can eat, bitch. Bless uh, her. And so when the staff tried to stop her, she tried to use a bottle as a weapon to, like, fight them off. Like, she grabbed a liquor bottle. I was like, yeah, 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 get out of here. And then when they tried to stop her from leaving the restaurant she pulled out a knife and was like get the fuck out of my way i have my food and my booze this is all you can eat so i mean Skylar ran from the restaurant where is all her food if she's running she, well she's got a takeout she just be holding it like oh my god they called the, wait hold on they called the police for one takeout well, and she held a night. No, she had been eating there. And then she went behind the bar to like try and pack up food that was just there to take it with her. But she didn't want to pay. And then she pulled a knife on somebody. So fuck yeah, calling the cops. No, 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 the knife for sure. I, I'm, I just meant like, I just meant like in my mind, she was packing like a bunch of extra stuff and like getting ready to go. But if she had oh. one takeout. No, she went behind the bar. Like she was behind like where the employees are and was trying to pack stuff up and stealing like bottles of liquor. Okay. Right. Well, I mean, I, I used to work in that's called industry. theft. And I'd be like, just go for it. <laughs> just take it. I don't want this job anyways. Just go. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Well, they apparently wanted their job. So they called 911 and the cops in the canine unit came out to try and find her. And they found Scarlett, uh, Skylar, sorry, hiding in a yard uh, with all the booze and the food. And then she also had a knife and she had a bunch of oxy with her. <laughs> oh, shit. He said like, Scarlet. I'm like, ah, oh, Scarjo, why are you stealing food from I know, TGIF it was again? in my head. And then I was like, uh-oh. You make so, too much money for this shit. Uh, TJ Fridays went after Scar Skylar, and she was charged with first-degree robbery, menacing with uh, menacing, and then criminal possession of weapons and criminal possession of a controlled substance. Yeah. So that all-you-can-eat got you a fucking rough weekend, probably in the cell in prison, because that sucks. And she probably didn't get to keep the food either. The officers were eating it. No, they probably took it. Yeah. Same. So I thought that was kind of funny because I was like, ugh, how many times have I wanted to try and take all you can eat? Like, so literally. <laughs> the one yeah. time I went to Vegas, that was like the only meal we had would be like, we'd go to like the all you can eat buffet at noon. We'd like eat as much as we could. And then we'd grab our, like, two, three-foot-high drink Slurpee Cup things and then, like, go out. And then maybe we'd eat again around, like, 2 or 3 a.m. if it was, like, White Castle. Because I ate some meat on that trip. And let me tell you, it was not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> like, In-N-Out Burger and White Castle look really cool in movies, but they do not taste as good as they look. Yo, when I was in Vegas, my buddy went to White Castle I don't know if it was it's out like of the like the only thing that's open like that late with food that's quick. No, we really it was like in the afternoon. I think I don't know if he went there because of like marketing. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I I feel like he did that, but I also don't want to say that because that's I why I did it. I was literally like, we have to go there because there's a whole fucking movie based off this restaurant chain. He he like expressed that he liked it. Anyways. And uh, I saw what he ordered, and I was incredibly disenchanted. So, second fun fact about White Castle is you can order, like, there's a, like, 100 burger combo. Yeah. And I was like, I wish I ate more meat, because that's a fucking challenge. <laughs> I don't want to do that. So, are you ready to bring it down a notch? <laughs> Again. What's new? So, I didn't know anything about this case. Like, I didn't even know this person existed and i didn't know like what happened existed to them mm -hmm. that makes sense but i don't know i thought this was like a really cool point so i've connected it to this case almost as poorly as i connected the guy that pickled people <laughs> like that's kind of the level of where we're at with this case but like i'm gonna fucking let my freak flag fly on the on the saga so don't even worry yeah 
Okay, so Jesse Anderson was born May 3rd, 1957 in Alton, Illinois. 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 Ooh, I like it. Wow, I, I pulled a U. Eileen? Um, I pulled an Aileen or whatever you said. Aileen? Eileen. Aileen. Eileen. Illinois? Illinois. <laughs> so his father died when he was a teen and then his mother got remarried. He graduated from high school in 1975, and then he graduated from Elmhurst College with a degree in business administration. Oh, good boy. So in 1980, he married his first wife, Deborah Eckert, and then they got divorced in 1984. Okay. And then he married his second wife, Barbara Lynch, in 1985, where they ended up living in Wisconsin, and they had three children. Okay. So everything seemed really chill. The couple was out for a date night on April 21st, 1992. And in case you're wondering, that was a Tuesday. So the comedy uh, portion of ABC would be on. So Tim Tim Allen, but not yet. Tim Allen, we'd be watching Home Improvement. They went out on a movie date. So they went out and saw a movie and then they were out for dinner. What restaurant did they go to, you ask? Oh, do tell. Oh, it might be a TGI Fridays. <laughs> Dude, that's a relative connection. Fridays on a Tuesdays. So oh. they they went to this restaurant, uh, and while they were leaving, they were allegedly jumped by two African-American males, and Barbara was stabbed five times in the head and face, and Jesse was stabbed uh, four times in his chest. May I interject? But mm-hmm. And you can tell me if you're going to talk about this. Is this... Was this like racial profiling or was this? We don't know. Oh, you'll know. Okay. So Barbara ended up in a coma and two days later, she actually passed away from her injuries. So when the police came to the incident, Jesse gave the police a baseball cap and he said he knocked it off one of the attacker's heads. And as well as they found the attack weapon which was the red handled like knife so the police started investigating the case and they put that like put out that the crime had happened like on the news like two people attacked blah 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 blah. so during this time a university student came forward and was like yeah that's my hat i sold it to that guy i knew this was like i didn't know that part but i knew where this was going Right? So they were like, yeah, he's, that's my hat. Like, this random dude wanted to buy it off me, so, like, whatever, I sold him this hat. And then a military military store came forward and was like, oh, yeah, we sold that knife to Jesse. We, we sold it to him, and we're the only store in all of fucking Milwaukee that sell this knife. So, yeah, he's the only one that's bought this knife. So, this fucking douchebag was trying to be racist as shit, do racial profiling, and then he fucking killed his wife. Yeah, well, and he was relying on, like, pure systematic racism. He's like, we'll just blame it on two black guys, because then they won't know it's me. <laughs> right? Fuck you. Right? Piece of shit. So on April 29th, he was arrested. And then on August 13th, he was found guilty and sentenced to life with no possible parole for 60 years. Oh, my God. And his kids were just at home chilling. Yeah, his kids were just, like, chilling. Like, oh, our parents are on a date night. And then they're like, JK, dad killed mom. And we're just trying to watch Home Improvement, and now I'll never watch that show again, thanks. I'm never going on a date with my husband again. On a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. So, Jesse was sentenced to do his stay at the Columbia Correction Institution, which is where one of our not-so-great pals, Jeffrey Dahmer, actually was. Oh, sick. So, Jesse and Dahmer actually became, like, I guess, kind of, like, no. buddies in prison like not buddies but they knew each other because they were on similar like rotations for work sh- work shifts they dated they might have who cool. is prison anything goes cool so inmate christopher scarver was uh, also in this prison so christopher scarver is like a younger african-american male okay and he's in prison i think he shot his manager over like a pay paycheck okay. situation which like off record, I feel like we've all thought about doing that, but like on record, I've never wanted to actually do it. We literally talked about leaving positions and not getting our full paycheck just before we started recording today. Yeah, so like 
I feel like it's one thing to have an intrusive thought, but it's another to like act on it. Anywho, he was also in prison with them at the same time. And him, Jesse and Dahmer were all on the same schedule to be cleaning the bathroom in the, the prison gym. Okay. So Scarver knew about Dahmer, obviously, and knew about Jesse, like what they had done, what Jesse had said. And Scarver was really disgusted by Dahmer's crimes against black people. And Scarver has once been recorded saying that uh, nothing white people do is just. So like he was really against like everything. Against he was fucking mad. I get it. So being in the same room with Dahmer and Jesse, they ended up in a confrontation and an argument in which Scarver left. Yeah. And Scarver actually went to the weight room and picked up like a uh, a barbell bar like a dumbbell barbell yeah i brought it into the washroom cornered Dahmer, and then beat him with it holy shit i heard about this yep and then he later found jesse and fucking beat him with it too holy fuck so scarver is actually the guy that killed Dahmer. so Dahmer died about an hour later and then jesse ended up dying two days later because he was on life support and the doctors took him off of it. So I thought this case was kind of wild because it's like TGI Fridays. But then I had I I honestly didn't know that Dahmer got killed in prison. I call myself like a true crime fanatic. I didn't know that. I did know that, but I didn't know the backstory to it. And I am I've got lots of thinks about it. Like, it's we just connected Dahmer to a TGI Fridays. You're welcome. Yeah, I really, really like what you did. I'm, like, really, like, I am intrigued and impressed and captivated. Yeah. Thank you. I'm so, uh, like, sometimes when I pull these cases out, I'm like, Kelsey's either going to just, like, stare at me with, like, eyes that are, like, Jill- did we really need to pickle people on an episode of Rugrats? Or I could be like, Mm-mm, I brought Dahmer to TGI Fridays, you're welcome. But without talking about Dahmer, because he's been covered to hell and back. So many times. Um, what what was the gentleman's name that, that did that? That killed him? Or yes. yes. His name's Christopher Scarver. So Scarver, okay. I don't know. I'm just going to go. I'm, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go for it. And if you're listening... Take it with a grain of salt, but I f- feel like I like I the the position he was in. Like, allow me to speculate wildly as I do. He was probably not given his paycheck, probably due to some form of racism or some bullshit. Or like you and I just discussed, some employers are just pieces of trash, and it is what it is. Some employers are wonderful, though, so not all. Uh, should you have done that probably not but no hey honestly who like yeah no you shouldn't have but like we don't know what position he was in how many times it's happened to him due to unfortunate systematic racism and like bias and whatever yeah and then for him to be already pushed into that limit into that back corner and then to be in prison with those two people Mm-hmm. that were already huge massive pieces of shit mm-hmm. like like you said off the record i'm like i don't know well scarver also <laughs> like claimed that the staff left them unsupervised because they wanted Dahmer to die so he also claimed that like he was set up to do it but like he was i guess he was happy to do it i've never been in prison so i can't um confirm or deny those things but mm-hmm. But yeah, wow. That's I didn't know that, and like that's it's I kinda, didn't either. So I thought it was kind of cool, like not cool, I, cool, but cool. You know, interesting. Dare I say it was sort of a vigilante justice, more or less? Right. Oh, also in, in one way or another, vigilante justice. Off topic, but I just finished Dexter. What the fuck was that last episode? I haven't that got there. Game, I just like, oh my god, don't. That was some Game of Thrones level bullshit. Dude, that last thing, episode was like fucking stupid. The whole thing is dumb. I like I can't I can't like preach it enough. I'm just like this is the most sexist, stupid, unreasonable. Any intelligent person 
knows this man is leaving his DNA fucking everywhere. Oh and my god, it's all I complain about. Yeah, it's so but stupid. It yeah, the last episode. Wow, wow. Yeah. Well, great job. Wow. You did a really good job. Thank you. That was crazy. Uh, I didn't know. I'm like now I'm like I can't right? wait. I can't wait for like a conversation where I get to drop that little nugget and be like, did right. you know, <laughs> did you know this? And they're going to be like, I'll be right back. And then you'll watch them just leave. Well, no, my, my, my big party drop. I mean, zoom party drop for a while was, <laughs> did you know that throne of Denmark is made out of unicorn horns? Actually, oh my it's not, God. but <laughs> oh my gosh. <sighs> so I, I found some like fun events of things that have happened on Fridays yeah, in history, but specifically Friday the 13th, because I thought if Google was going to give me fucking Jason Voorhees coming out my ass, we're still going to cover a Friday the 13th situation just so I can get it off my brain. Okay. So events that occurred on Fridays, the Germans bombed Buckingham Palace. I didn't know that the Germans even did that. You know what? Buckingham Palace probably deserved it. Right. Uh, a cyclone in Bangladesh killed over 300,000 people on a Friday the 13th. Also, I'm going to uh, add, sorry to interject. Yeah. Because I said Buckingham Palace probably deserves it doesn't mean, because I don't know who bombed them. I'd like, like to point out how many times we apologize on this podcast because we're so scared of being canceled before we're born. <laughs> I don't like Hitler. I don't like Hitler. If it was Hitler, I'm not supporting him. I just don't like the royal family either. I'm glad that's I'm glad that's on the record now, just in case our fans weren't sure where you stood. I don't know. I don't like everything equally. <laughs> So, on a Friday the 13th, a Chilean Air Force plane vanished completely in the Andes. Oh. On a Friday the 13th, a Costa Concordia cruise ship crashed in Italy. Another sad thing that did happen on a Friday the 13th, our man Tupac died. Damn. Or did he? And then, for future... Friday the 13th in 2020, 2019, on Friday the 13th, an asteroid is going to come within 20,000 uh, miles of planet Earth, which well, is quite close. Um, Armageddon. Was that the movie? I haven't seen that. But yes. Right. Okay. Also, in typically only Western cultures, the 13th is a bad number. It was like my favorite number when I was younger because I was like, 13 makes me like unlucky, but kind of badass. So I was always like number 13 in soccer. Like you fucking little fucking turd. Hence so our stupid. personalities built purely oh my on God. culture. I'm so mysterious and cool. Oh my gosh. I have the thickest bangs. I lived yeah. through the emo days. just about to say, get your hair to your eyes. No, mom, it's cool. No, it's not a phase. This is who I am. That's not where you part your hair. Yes, it is. Over by my ear. Yeah, I part my hair at my left ear and I pull it all the way across my forehead to the right. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. Now we know it's called a comb over without having to comb yep. over anything. But mm -hmm. I mean, whatever. Yeah, good job. Well, welcome to the first chapter of this saga because we are going to start covering TGI Friday shows. I want to say Sega. 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 Remember when you turn your PlayStation on? No, because I'm a Nintendo girl. What? I, I just got a PlayStation 2 like three years ago. Watch out. <laughs> Damn. No, that was like, and I, PlayStation was, well, for me specifically, I guess, but it was iconic. You turn on, it was like, PlayStation. You're like, oh, here we go. Spiral the dragon. Let's like, do it. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, this will be a saga and not a Sega. Sega will be a different episode. All right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So tune in next week for a great TGI Friday episode, but it will come out to you on a Sunday and we will record it on a Wednesday. <laughs> and we can't promise we won't talk about Zelda, but... It's all I want to talk about, so too bad. Yeah, me too.
So you can follow us on Instagram at Deep Nerder. You can also send us questions, concerns, comments, show recommendations, polite feedback, uh, recipes to deepnerder at gmail.com. Or just say hi to Brit. Yeah, or just hi, Brit. Thanks yeah. for being our number one fan. So we're going to end on for now forever. Like you can you can do ABCD or you can just email in and say hi, Brit. And then we'll let her know. You can let her know. <laughs> also, if you want to shout out on this podcast, uh, you can e-transfer us $5 and we will say your name on this podcast. I or, or less. I don't mind that idea. It's like a cheap way around Patreon. Yeah. We're, yeah. Then Jill will say your name in her sexy Furby voice. I'll say it in any voice that I can do. Sexy Furby. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm not looking. I'm not what's the sexy Furby? Like, wah, wah, Kelsey. No, that's Elmo. No, that that's was Elmo. Sexy. It's a child. Is it a Furby? Well, I don't know how to make a I'm, furries. Will be on a different episode. Oh my god! Thanks for listening. Come, come back next week when Jill's perfected her sexy Furby voice, and it's not. I'll work weird. on it. I'll work on it. I promise. Okay. Bye. 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 <laughs> oh. <laughs>